Hey guys, welcome back to Celebrate the Struggle. And yes, my dreams have come true. I really wanted to have more family members on here that are family members of veterans or maybe active duty so that we can start to get into the space and understand what military looks like outside of just a veteran's perspective. And so with me today, I have the pleasure of having Sherry Coolman here. Hi, Sherry. Hello. I'm so happy you're here. Sherry is a Marine mom, a very proud Marine mom, the owner of her own photography company, the founder of Veterans Honor Walk, which we're going to talk more about, a first responder and a school bus driver. So if you didn't hear in all of those different titles, a woman of service, an empath. And so we're going to talk to her a little bit today about the journey she's been on since her son enlisted and kind of a little bit about that. So let's get started, Sherry. I would love to know first, um, acting like I don't know anything about you because I might, you know, I clearly know more about you than the listeners. When did your son enlist and you became that proud Marine mother? Um, well, he enlisted, I believe the end of summer of 2020. Um, actually the way I found out is he came home and said, uh, Hey mom, I'm going to be a Marine. And I just signed with the recruiter and I was like, Oh, (laughs) okay. Um, uh, okay then. So did you know he was thinking about it? Um, sort of, kind of, not really. I'm kind of proud of them because I raised my kids to be independent thinkers and do for them. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that he did it all by himself without, you know, needing the guidance or the holding of the hand or anything made me pretty proud. So yeah. scared, but pretty that's that's awesome and that's a great perspective to have on it you know I could just only imagine that other people in that situation like might get bitter upset and like why didn't you talk to me when that is really an independent choice and clearly there wasn't a whole lot of hesitation to even have to talk about it with other people so and and then I know that you know you ended up founding your own non-for-profit veterans honor walk like in like October 2020 right yeah he left in the middle of October of 2020 for boot camp and about a week later is when I founded honor walk and and so tell the listeners why why what in the world made you decide to I'm gonna start a non-for-profit Um, I've never been a planner, so this goes really well with that. (laughs) He left for boot camp, and I was sitting at home watching TV and just kind of thinking, really, all it was was I was sick and tired of sitting on the couch thinking that I wanted to do more. How can I do more? I'm only one person. I live in a tiny village. Like, seriously, what can I do just being me? Mm -hmm. Well, 
I came up with an idea and I met with some of my friends and uh, one is a, a veteran himself. And I kind of told them what I wanted to do, what I was thinking. Do you have any ideas? Um, and in a week and a half with their help, I planned my first 10 K uh, and it was horrible weather. <laughs> it was awful. You it was that? Like, oh, it was like 23 degrees. The wind was tw- like 20 miles an hour. Um, it rained, snowed and sleeted on us, <laughs> wow. but it was, uh, it was a rough 6.5 miles, but it was, it was amazing. I mean, the turnout, I raised the money for what I do is I pick a a nonprofit that is veteran related or maybe a veteran themselves and I raise money and then we do a walk. Um this first one I raised money for Road Home Program. They're based out yeah. of Rush in Chicago. But they do have um a branch in Effingham. Uh-huh. I'm familiar. So they do, and they do some pretty amazing things with the transfer from uh, active to veteran or out of, you know, um, non, non-active. So that was really intriguing to me and uh, I was excited to work with them. So that was the first walk. And like I said, we planned it in like a week and a half raised a ton of money. I was so proud of my community. It was just, it was amazing. No doubt. So that was the first walk and that was um, the weekend of Veterans Day 2020. Gotcha. You know, it's crazy um, how small of a world it is. When you mention Rush, and the road home program, because I, the reason why I am familiar with it is because it has came to my attention because one of our battle buddies that served with us, the 1544th, um, you know, now the veterans of log base sites, he is a, uh, a doctor with that program and, um, works with that program. And so when it first came across my social media and I started to see a couple of my battle buddies get involved with it, that's when I, I realized what it was. And so it's just so crazy how small of a world it is that like, and I don't even remember, um, how, you'll, you'll have to correct my brain fart here, but how like we got connected. I just remember finding out about the veterans honor walk and the via you were, you were going to have a walk and donate the money to our organization, veterans of log base sites. And, um, me and some of my battle buddies and my mom came down and did it with you. And, uh, And so to see it come, you know, just see the full circle of how, like, you've also done that for Rush, where we also have another battle buddy and other people in it. It's really, it's amazing how if we collaborate and we talk to each other and even it doesn't have to have all that crazy planning involved. It's just those conversations of wanting to be of service and help some way. So you may not be a planner, but holy cow, you know how to take some initiative. (laughs) Well, Um, and like you said if we just talk to each other and hey um listen we need to start doing something more for our veterans 
Um, and that is amazing that he's a doctor for them. That is a very small world. Yes. Uh, so, um, and like they say, we're in the desert land of mental awareness for veterans here in South Central Illinois. So with their help, I did that. And then for you guys, the one that I killed you guys on um jennifer's score leader had seen a post on my veterans honor walk facebook page and i was starting to plan another 10k and was looking for another nonprofit to donate to that was maybe even smaller and more local than road home program so yes. she contacted me and that's how I got involved with you guys. Okay, now it's ringing some bells. I do remember Jen Sporleader bringing that to the forefront. And thanks, Jen Sporleader, for your service yes. and dedication to the veterans log based sites and, and Sherry and your community and the veterans honor walk. Like, I admire you guys and thank you so much for, you know, that you're right your community is amazing like all of them showing up there and all of us walking what was it seven six miles um it was 6.4 that time yeah like and just the good conversations and everyone on you know on board handing out waters and just making sure everyone was taken care of was pretty phenomenal to see it, it was it was awesome I mean I have to say thank you to Greg Ritter because he helps me a lot with this. And Kendra from the loading dock here in uh, Farina, she's helped so much. And then, you know, my fire department and Kin Mundy and St. Peter's fire department, they followed us with the fire trucks to keep yes. us safe, the county police officers, and also Brown's Christian Church, who donated the bus to follow us walkers in case. Uh, someone needed to take a break and needed a ride so right. I mean it's just it's it's amazing I I just I can't say thank you enough to anyone involved right um what did your son think about it like when your son ended up when you were able to catch up with him and let him know like oh yeah like started this organization here and I'm doing things to give back what did what did he say he didn't say a whole lot, but I know he's proud of me. And he was like, holy, holy crap, mom. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's a conversation. And he's like younger, right? You know, so I feel like I would probably be the same way. Like, whoa, like, okay, all right. And then it, it'll probably be in the future when he will realize just how, like, how beast mode you are, mom. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel that way because when I, uh, he was 20 because he's 21 now. So he was 20 when I started. So uh -huh. yeah, he's man. And I, I agree with you when you say when he gets a little older, it'll probably sink in a little bit more, but sure. yeah. <laughs> so what has, what's going on with him? So, you know, he enlisted and, or. Uh, October 2020 and so um mm -hmm. has he deployed tell the listeners like what has been the journey as a marine mom so far it's seriously when they tell you it's a roller coaster it is such a freaking roller coaster mm -hmm. 
it just so many emotions. So he graduated from San Diego um, in January of 21, right smack dab in the middle of the craziness of the world. So unfortunately, we didn't get to go see him graduate in San Diego, which was a huge bummer for me, but I was more sad for his dad, um, my ex-husband, because he is, he was a Marine. Well, okay. How do I say this without getting in trouble? Former Marine. Cause once a Marine, always a Marine. Yes. Right. Um, and he graduated from San Diego also. So I know he was looking forward to watching his son walk across the same stage uh-huh. that he did. And so I was super bummed that he didn't get to see that. No doubt. So, did they live stream it or anything? Uh, they did they did but it was a whole situation we still didn't get to see him his platoon was uh quarantined so it was it yeah it was just it was a super mess but (laughs) we rolled with it we did what we had to do and he had to you know he did what he had to do so that was uh january of 21 when he graduated and then um so since the craziness was going on, he didn't get to come home on leave. Usually they get a 10 day leave after graduation before they go to, um, Oh geez. Like it's their schooling. Slip my mind now. Uh, actually it's before that they basically go to infantry training. Okay. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, unfortunately, which is in California also. Um, so he did that. And then from there he went to MOS which is like uh, the schooling, like what the army does, just I think a little bit more intense. Um, He was in Missouri for that. And then he went to his permanent duty station, which is Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. Uh So it was a full nine months before I got to see him again. Jeez. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. And and what kind of, because I can only imagine like with that comes so many emotions and then it ends up having an effect on your mental health, you know, and then when it affects your mental health, it affects everyone and everything around you. So for you, what kind of support have you been able to plug into? Um. They have uh, Facebook, private Facebook groups for Marine families. Mm-hmm. is amazing. That's how, that's, that's what helped me get through, especially boot camp. Boot camp was really hard because it was, it's normally 13 weeks. It ended up being 15 weeks for him. Mm-hmm. And there's no calling, no texting, you know, you might not get a letter for a while and it's hard. Boot camp is really hard. Um, after MCT, which is the infantry training, and they go to the MOS, it gets a little easier because at least you can talk to them. At least they have their phones back and you can communicate. But boot camp is the absolute hardest. So those groups ran by the Marine volunteers. They were amazing. And then the the ones that branch off from that um, are 
amazing also. And you, you can reach out to other parents and you feel like you're not the only one. Like you're not really going crazy. Like there's a whole bunch of us out there that are feeling the same way. And Mm -hmm. so that was really helpful. I, I can only imagine. I feel like that's where I would find the most support just being able to talk and relate to people and they'll just listen because they get it is there Mm -hmm. any of those Facebook groups you mentioned for parents of Marines um, for our listeners uh, is there any that come to mind specifically that you could throw out the names for people to check into Um, check into Marine Parents on Facebook okay our Marine Parents Got it. So since he, that whole nine months, where has he, is he still in Lejeune? He is. He was supposed to um, do some deployment training in Norway, but as I've learned, never make plans. It's never in stone because things will literally change two minutes before he's supposed to do what supposed to do so oh, yeah. so right now still he is still in uh north carolina so as of right now has he got to come home at all uh not since june oh they okay. did go to yuma i'm sorry they did some training okay. in arizona it was really cool um but no he hasn't been home since june we actually traveled to virginia for christmas and he met us in virginia so we got a few days with them for that. So that was awesome. Good. When he came home in June, like just from your perspective, and I know it's all still kind of fresh and, and all that, did you, was there anything that you felt like you could tell from your perspective may have been hard in the transition of coming home to visit and then needing to go back? For him, yeah. Um, He was super happy to be home. His transformation, by the way, was just phenomenal. He he came home with this big, thick neck and like he doubled in size and it was just so crazy. And then his mentality was different also. Mm -hmm. Um, But for him, he was super happy to be home. He was happy to hang out with us. He was excited to see his friends because I think he missed that the most. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he didn't miss us, of course, but not from hanging out with buddies and friends like every day to nothing for nine months. Mm-hmm. I could tell that he was super excited to see them. So, and then he got, what was it? Nine days. And then he had to leave and I could tell he was, pretty close to as bummed as I was probably not as much but it was definitely hard for him excuse me yeah I am sure so which then hard for the mom (laughs) absolutely makes it even harder it's already hard for you and then to see that be such a be a struggle in Mm -hmm. your child I can only imagine that that just digs even deeper what advice would you give to another parent of a soldier that's 
coming and going through these transitions? Um, well, from my experience, reach out to people in the community. Um, try to find other military families. I have a couple of friends that have uh, Marine sons nearby over in Kinmundy. So that's fantastic. We can talk and, you know, we know what each other is going through. Yeah. Um, reach out to support groups, you know, just reach out to somebody who is kind of going through the same thing that, that you're going through mm -hmm. the support. You got to have a support system. I Absolutely. mean, that's the biggest thing you have to, and don't keep your emotions bottled up. I used to ball all the time when he was in boot camp. I just missed him. I worried about him. You know, he was my first board. I mean, normal mom feelings. Right. And I felt like I was going crazy until I reached out to some other Marine moms and then the support groups. And it, it just, it helps. Just reach out. I mean, don't bottle the stuff up. And that's with PTSD and, and depression and any other feelings, man. Just make sure you reach out to somebody and ask for help. Yeah, I, I too feel like that is probably the best advice. Um, and even if you're not feeling, you know, if you're feeling like, oh no, you know, I'm good. I feel like I'm doing really good. Like be more proactive and just reach out period. Start making those connections and get that support system in place because you're going to need them over a period of time potentially, or maybe they are going to need you and you'll be able to help them. Absolutely. Could not agree more. I Okay. I, so I got a hard question. It may not be something that you can necessarily add, you know, um, maybe you don't have much right now and maybe stuff will come to you in the future. I'm sure it will, you know, you, the journey continues on, but what do you feel like there's, because for me and my personal growth over the last couple of years and really like just actually really just 18 years and looking at the stories of my battle buddies, the story of my life, um, the things I read and research. One of the things that I feel like has really come to the forefront is how I want there to be more support in place for the family of veterans because they need it. They are hidden heroes. And in the end, by doing so, we will even be more equipped to help our veterans. And so, like I said, this is going to be a hard question, but what kind of, does anything come to mind when you, when I, when I say like, do you feel like there's something missing that could be done to help support uh, the families of veterans, whether it's kids, siblings, parents. Um, hard question, Sherry. I'm hitting you with it. I am spinning my wheels because I agree with you. Like we're kind of the ones in the background, you know? Yeah. And we stand behind our our military family. Mm -hmm. um, but you're absolutely right. Like we need to be able to reach out and talk to someone and, 
have resources. And honestly, uh, Run Home Program does have resources. So, I mean, that's one way that someone could reach out. But I feel like there needs to be smaller branches of what they're doing in in small communities. Like we're a village of 500. Right. And there's nothing around us for 30 miles really either way. Um, and most of our veterans have to travel to Marion to the VA. So I don't know. That is hard. I, I wouldn't is. even know. How do you go? Because I think about it from a different perspective probably than most because I do live in such a small rural area that it might be easier if you're in a more urban area, but somewhere like here, that's hard. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's, it stinks that it's like that right now. I hope it right. changes over a period of time, but like when I think about you know, a soldier signing on that dotted line to serve their country. And then like, you know, the VA has always been trying to be focused on taking care of those veterans. I think because of the focus being so much on that, which really, I mean, they only PTSD, I read last night, um, has only been like in the DSM manual for a diagnosis since 1980, dear God, like, so it's not Mm -hmm. even, it's not even, and so they've been so focused on like trying to do the research on how to help veterans that we have kind of like, I shouldn't say we have, it's not a, a fact, it's just my opinion that, um, we have forgotten about who else carries that burden or sometimes even more of a burden like and honestly like in my head I keep having this like when I think of our families and for a lot of us it's our families that get us through this this whole life of post-traumatic growth like and so in my head I just have this vision of like family members carrying the soldiers and then you forget Mm -hmm. that like that family member they need carried too like at times like they are experiencing their own war at home not just when a soldier is deployed but like that ends up affecting you your life your perspectives like your mental health and so it's something to definitely make a priority and and I hope that we see the VA and different organizations start to come together and because like you said yes there's the road home program and and then like I know a a gal I Sarah Otto I just had on my podcast she has she started the Ohana Homefront Foundation which can be reached like for anyone in any of the states you know they're trying to be able to offer services to the family like maybe virtual mental health sessions or anything that they could potentially need um but it is also so there's a couple of those out there but i hope to see more of an initiative in a proactive sense from the uh from the va and kind of the government you know like 
you want people to ser serve on the dot, you know, sign that dotted line while their, their family ends up serving as well. Right. Well, and really like your friend did, I mean, communities can start pulling together and maybe doing monthly meetings. I mean, start small. I actually had that thought when you were, when you said that your town was like 500 people, you know, like it just makes me think of any sort of support group, like whether it's once a month or quarterly to be able right. to bring in people from that community and extend it to a local other smaller communities to come over and, and I know for myself, like when I hang out with veterans or like you, when you stop by to deliver the amazing <laughs> flag, like that is like the most fulfilling, the most fulfilling enjoyment I get, like socializing with people, like, cause they're, they get it, they get it, you know, right. and you get it. And, um, so I can only imagine that just being able to get with people, whether it's once a month or quarterly, like that is a relationship that you share with no one else other than that support system. Right. Yeah. Amazing. I don't, I, that might have to be something that I start kind of branching out to with veterans on our walk. Now you got my mind going. Thanks. My husband's going to thank you too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, that leads me into the last question I wanted to ask you, um, unless I think of any other ones that come to mind in this discussion. But, you know, I clearly you are born with a heart of service. And I mean, dear Lord, school bus driver, you guys pray for Sherry. Pray for her, okay? And a first responder, you know, taking the initiative to start your own business as well as seeing that you wanted to do more and boom, starting Veterans Honor Walk. Like, clearly, I know this is not going to be the end of initiatives from Sherry and her husband. So, if you like, like your biggest hopes, I'm sure you've dabbled with different thoughts just because I think I know you well enough to know that I'm sure you've thought about what else you could do. What are kind of some of any hopes or dreams or even thoughts that have crossed your mind on like what other things you'd like to do and what kind of impact you like to make? Oh, geez. Um, Right now, I really, I'm trying to stay focused on growing awareness right now through Veterans Honor Walk. Mm -hmm. um, to be completely blunt and honest, I really just want to throw it in people's faces and be like, hey, listen, these guys and gals, they served us. They made sacrifices for us. We really need to start giving back to them, helping them out. Um, so right now, I would be happy if I had maybe 10 more people at my next event show up because they decided they want to be active with veterans' mental health also. Right. Um, and and next one, maybe it grows by 10 more. I just, I want to get the word out. Um, that's right now, that's my goal. I just want to bring awareness 
uh, and, and just, I mean, I, it's hard. I don't, I don't really know, you know. No, that um, was a great well, answer. That's a great goal. That's a great goal because like Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Okay. So, I mean, that's going to that little by little and you getting people involved and starting to spread awareness like that, um, just like you've sparked my interest in all the things you guys are doing down there and the other organizations you're plugged into, other people are going to feel that way too. And for some people, they're going to be like you and be like, what else can I do? You know, and so you're going to inspire other leaders to take initiative like that. But, you know, back to what you, when we were talking about having potentially like, you know, meetings with the you know, kind of like family readiness or mm -hmm. uh, military families, something that comes to mind. And this is super, super harsh when I read it, um, when I learned about it, but it's so, it just needs to be put out there again. Like it's the stuff that we tiptoe around and like, we don't really want to talk about it. But um, when I talked to Sarah Otto, the gal I was mentioning who started that Ohana Homefront Foundation. She threw out some statistics to me that rocked my socks off and I had to go research it myself. And it was, uh, the studies have continued and the numbers have gotten higher, but the last numbers I was able to hunt down was that in 2018, 65 military dependents between the ages of 12 and 23 lost their lives to suicide. So that's, you know, we always, we always hear about, you know, 22 a day, which is so terrible. And we do need to continue to be on this mission to spread awareness. And like I said, with our hidden heroes, those families that help us get through our stuff, our stuff, like, and we need to make sure we realize the effect it's having on them because that number was was staggering and after I yeah. heard it after I heard it like I it was like I'm not surprised but I'm just surprised it's been this long before I've heard it like right and that, that's only between ages 12 and 23 so like clearly more than 65 military dependents lost their life to suicide that year and those are babies yeah you know those they're babies they're like they're my kids' age you know 16 18 and 21 I mean could yeah. you imagine so I yeah. mean that tells right there that man we gotta start doing something yes. more there is a need there's a need and talking about it and this collaboration it is what's going to make us have the biggest impact on helping other people um whoever it is out there and whether it's help that they need for a short period of time or a long period of time mm -hmm. oh sherry thanks for coming on today and then hopefully you know like you know as you continue to kill it rocking initiatives and the 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 awareness you want to bring to the community um girl we'll get you back on here if you need to get back on here and share that to other people so that they can um then get involved and we can 
be more of a force together. But um, until we hear more from you, everyone can go and check in on you. You're on Facebook, like Veterans Honor Walk, right? That's what it's on Facebook. Yes, ma'am. No apostrophe. No apostrophe. And then, sorry, do they need to check anywhere else? Instagram or? Um, I am on Instagram, but I'm not very active with it. Okay. So Facebook <laughs> is the way to go. Yeah. Do the Facebook thing, being super busy. And then, you know, with all of this and keeping up with the kids, um, I'm also taking a uh, national EMT class right now. So it's been a little crazy. Um, but yeah, Facebook is definitely the way to keep up with Veterans Honor Walk. Um, I'm having an event June 18th. So if you want to check out some information about that event and maybe come down and do a walk with us, I'm going to keep it short this time. I'm doing a 5K this time. Okay. Um, but doing it for... Uh, one of my friends and veterans, uh, he was a Vietnam veteran and we just lost him to pancreatic cancer. Oh, and, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he, uh, he was just an amazing, amazing man. His hugs were amazing. Like everything would just melt away when he would hug me and he would always ask me, so how's that Marine of ours doing? Oh, so, which, and then him and I would cry together, which was great because I had something to cry with. Yeah. So um, June 18th is going to be the Bill Olden Memorial 5k and it'll be held in Kinmundy, Illinois. Um, and uh, like I said, there'll be more information on the Facebook page for that, but I want to thank you personally for all of the kind words that you said today it makes me feel so good so thank you for that oh god i'm <laughs> gonna cry <laughs> well you made my eyes water so i had to make yours too so. i'm i'm so glad you you came on here i know it's I know it's not easy because one of the things I've seen over the last 18 years um, since I've returned, like being the people that you are, our family members, you often hear like, um, you know, just the focus is on the veteran and like, oh yeah. no, I, I'm good. I'm good. I just want to do what's best for them. And, and really like, the best way we can help people is by helping ourselves. And, and I've been able to see over the last 18 years, how like these, you, all you hidden heroes, um, you hold a place in my heart that I value very much. And I'm so glad that Jen Spore leader reached out to you and our cross, our paths have crossed and a friendship will continue for a lifetime, but even better, um, a collaboration to have more of an impact on veterans and their family members. So I love you so much. Thank you for coming on here today and tell your baby boy, we thank you for his service. I will. I will. And I love you too. And we'll, we'll chat again. Yeah. I hate I. 
think I'll be seeing you in a couple months if you're gonna uh, be at the the veteran wall thing. Oh yes, yeah. I I've been asked to um, help sponsor that. Awesome. Yes, end of uh, end of May, end of April, end of April, beginning of May. That wall, I cannot wait to see it. I'm so excited. Yeah, I Go wrote check it down out in my book too. Uh, Brian Roman's Facebook page for the wall. Oh, so cool. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you again. I'm going to make sure I put the Veterans Honor Walk uh, Facebook page and all that into the notes of the show for those of you that want to go check it out and um, just give a little kudos to an amazing Marine mama, Sherry. Thank you.